your your motivation um, is going to be a little bit hit or miss when life gets busy, which it's going to be when life gets tough, which that's going to happen too. Um, basically our why is what is going to keep us coming back to, um, our priorities. And in this case, if we're talking about going to the gym, I mean, your why needs to be very important to you. So important so that when your world is shaken up a bit, that holds steady. It holds steady. Yes. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Stronger, Healthier, Happier podcast. We are very excited to have you with us and thrilled to have the opportunity to improve together. We believe that by paying close attention to our mindset, movement, sleep, stress, nutrition, and network, that we can create the life we were intended to live. Here is to a stronger, healthier, happier you. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Stronger, Healthier, Happier podcast. This is episode 10. Uh, Exciting. Like we, yeah. Double digits. Like we promised last week, we're going back-to-back weeks with this. Um, I also realize, I think, most professional podcasters are doing them weekly, sometimes two a week, and um, I think we're excited to get some of our friends on here. Our, our coaches are going to... Uh, I think start coming on one by one. Uh, at least a couple of them will. Yeah. Um, we'll try and get them all. But man, it's 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 actually quite tough. Um, I used to listen to a lot of Bill Burr, um, his Monday morning podcast, and he would do one every Monday morning. He would also do one Thursday, so he was doing two a week, and like ninety nine percent of them was by himself, um, which is crazy because we've done ten of these now spaced out over like 20 weeks i suppose yeah like it is just actually wild to think people do one or two a week uh for years and they've i mean gone over 100 episodes so hopefully yeah in like eight more years guys we'll be getting into the, <laughs> the, the, the three digits <laughs> oh. um we are back at our kitchen table it's saturday night this time and yeah we're just gonna start with some updates so i think the first update i'm just gonna jump in there um we, yeah, we talk a lot about health and fitness and we run a gym and, uh, Jen and I are both sitting here with a glass of wine Yeah, and I just want to put that out there. <laughs> We've said that before on other episodes that we're not robots. Yeah. We have a Netflix account. Um, we're and drinking a Disney th- plus and yeah. a prime. Well, actually I think we share with your parents. Yeah. And we had to get there, Disney but... plus cause star Wars, but Obviously. that's another podcast. Um, <laughs> but we are sitting here with a glass of wine each and, um, yeah. So I think we, can maybe relate to people a bit more. on the edge tonight. (laughs) If they don't think we're robots. All right. Um, Back to updates. So I think a huge update this week in our household is that we no longer have a 20-foot trench in our basement. Zach and his dad and our good friend Joel. Um, Yeah, concrete masters. Yeah, shout out to my dad this week. I think I forgot to to give him a shout out last week, but he... He helps us with a lot. Um, I wonder how many things need to go wrong with this house before I'm labeled like a handy person because get, yeah. I would I would consider myself quite unhandy because I don't know how to do any of this. Um, but now I've worked. I think a, that's kind of how you learn. Is, now I've worked a jackhammer and I've yeah. mixed concrete. Um, so those two things. Used we'll a see. trowel. Yeah. 
very exciting. Yeah, my friend had to drop off the trowel, but I got to use it. <laughs> um, so last week I was also talking about, I had some meetings this past week with childcare providers for PACS and... I have no news because both of the ladies I met were lovely and now I'm having real troubles making decisions. So maybe that'll be an update on a future podcast. But right now, at least we're, we're choosing between two good ones. Yes. Be a lot tougher choosing between two bad ones. Very true. Very true. We're lucky. Um, yeah, this week we've been chatting. So we listened to, I think you were listening to a podcast. Was it the Impact? Whose podcast was it? that talked about love languages? Um, it was uh, Tom Bilyeu. Right. I think it was some on Impact, Impact Theory, Theory, but okay. also Tom Bilyeu and Lisa Bilyeu, um, their Instagram accounts. Right. Yes. So they brought up love languages. And so Zach and I have been chatting about love languages. If you haven't read the book, Five Love Languages by Gary Chapman, I highly recommend it. Um, I think a friend gave it to me and I feel bad that I don't know who gave it to me, but uh, when I was going through my divorce, someone gave me the love languages book or recommended it. And it was, yeah, very insightful. And so anyways, uh, I don't even know if I could list all five of them right now because clearly some of them are not. We did it on the bike <laughs> ride the other day, but uh, I haven't read the book. But basically, we've, we've yeah. chatted about lots. The, the gist is that um, it can boost relationships, help relationships, knowing your partner's love language because... Um, there's certain things that you can do that fill their love tank. Fill their love tank. Yeah. So we were kind of discussing what um, what things fill our love tanks because sometimes we do things because we think that's the best way to express love, but sometimes we're doing things to express love that in our love languages, yeah. not our partner's love language. You pulled up. Did you pull yeah, up the five? I did. Um, so they are words of affirmation. So positive positive words acts of service cleaning that old kitchen <laughs> yeah jen loves acts of service i know that now and we'll talk about that when she's done listening. um receiving gifts quality time and physical touch so somewhere in there whether you know it or not you prioritize one of those or two of those over all of the rest and those really make you specifically feel loved and all five um, are good and all five are good but your partner could be very different and so that's why I found in my first marriage I just couldn't understand why he wasn't appreciative of all my hard work and then reading that book kind of settled that um and I've realized that we've an agreement that acts of service you really it really fills your love tank yeah yeah it does right so I feel very loved when the kitchen the days of (laughs) waiting for Jen in my underwear or (laughs) Kissing her as soon as she walks in is is okay. She doesn't mind it, but uh, mowing the lawn or doing the dishes really gets her going. Um, so it's I, I feel like I've known that all along though, because I think one time I unloaded the dishwasher or, or loaded it. I think bef- you know, like we were just first dating, and she just basically didn't stop talking about it all day. So I kind of realized fairly early on that. Yeah, basically do my chores and Jen is happy. <laughs> uh, so this week, Zach's been taking advantage of it and anything, every time he does anything that is remotely <laughs> an act of service, he announces it to the household and says, says, 
Jen, I'm doing an act of service <laughs> as he's doing the dishes or loading the dishwasher. Or so, putting a spoon away. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, it was, it's been a good conversation. We went for a bike ride and yeah, we're I chatting think, about it. So if think, you've never uh, chatted about it with your partner, you should. Yeah. And I think on the, if we go into the book updates next, I think that will be, um, I think that's the next book I should read because we have talked about it a lot mm-hmm. and it is a very interesting topic and I haven't read the book. So, um, love languages will be my next book that I'm reading. And the, now the current book that I'm reading is, uh, Jen bought me, um, the Ryan holiday trilogy. Um, so I am now on, uh, ego is the enemy. Um, and I think I just, I read like three or four pages last night and, fell asleep really quick. So um, from what I remember, (laughs) those three or four pages were like really good. Um, Yeah, I really liked it. I like the way um, he writes because the whole, um, I think he called it the painful prologue was the title of his prologue. And it was um, usually, usually that's like a chapter of the book. I just like to skip over because it's kind of like, feels like a waste of time. And his was really good because it talks about, um, yeah, just like he he is extremely humble, um, which is, I guess, true because he's writing about ego as the enemy, but he just kind of talks about how um, he's not really the expert. He's just learned from the experts and he is um, using their stories and their language to kind of tell this story. So I, I, I don't know, I really enjoyed his uh, his first three or four pages. So, yeah. Look forward to more on that. Yeah. Page five coming up. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Moving on. You got no book updates? Well, I mean, it's only been a week. Let's be realistic. I'm still reading the same book as last week. Right. So we're doing um, Bonehead Move of the Week. Um, But this week it goes to Jen. And I also got some theme music coming at you. So this is this week's Bonehead Move of the Week. You guys can name that song. You get extra bonus points. Um, so this week I nailed myself in the nose with a PVC during snatch warm up in class. So luckily I was not coaching. I was a participant in class and kept it somewhat under the radar, I think. Uh, Karen Collister or Kyla might have been around me. I think Taylor was around me. So if any of those ladies saw, they didn't mention it. And that was very sweet of they them. They let you keep your pride. Because I almost knocked myself out. Yeah. No blood. Just uh, just a sore nose today. But a, 11 years in, still happens. I was trying to keep the bar close. Yeah. You, yeah, you woke up today <laughs> and you're like, God, my nose is so sore. <laughs> yeah. Um, so what are we getting into today? We have another listener, I guess this one's kind of a question, but I'll yeah. let you read it. Um, yeah, we, this was like, uh, I guess a week and a half ago, two weeks ago, we just asked for listener questions or topics. Um, again, which we really love because then I feel like, A, it's nice to know we have listeners, <laughs> which is amazing. Um, and then B, we're... Yeah, kind of talking about topics that people are actually interested in. And again, yeah, we also like to mention a lot that we are also not the experts, um, but most of our days and time uh, are spent chatting about these things um, and discussing them and trying to solve these problems as well. So um, yeah, anyway, here we go. Um, This one says, uh, hey, Zach and Jen, I would love to hear some excuse busters. 
Let's be honest. We all have excuses as to why we can't go to the gym or why we can't eat healthy or why we can't get our to-do list completed. Anyway, just an idea. I'm hoping you get lots of suggestions. Yeah, it's... um. We've kind of been talking about this one, so we probably got that, was it maybe two weeks ago? Yeah. And so when we get these questions, um, we usually end up chatting about them kind of throughout the week here and there, um, at our meeting or just over meals or just in general. And we kind of came up with, I mean, I think at first when we when we heard it, we thought, oh, we'll have this list of, you know, all the excuses we've we've ever heard. But really, it, it kind of narrowed itself down to two. Yeah, and we kind of we I think we decided after like the third or fourth conversation about this topic because I think we were trying to sort out our own thoughts as well that whether you make a list of five common excuses or ten or twenty, um, solving them it kind of falls under one category, and that's kind of what we wanted to talk about today is that um, almost whatever the excuse may be, um, we feel it can kind of be not solved, but we, we feel like we got some good ideas to chat about today to kind of address all of them. Um, the very first one, and maybe you're already going to guess what the most common excuse is that I guess we hear that people hear, um, but it is, I don't have time. Um, I think that is the biggest one for everybody. Yeah. And I think it could be, you can fill in the blank after that. I don't have time to cook healthy meals. I don't have time to learn how to cook. I don't have time to, um, you know, fit a workout in my day. Uh, You name it, that can be in front of it. And it's not necessarily, I think what we've, this is again, all of this is our opinion. So take it or leave it. But it's just, I think it comes down to, you're just not prioritizing your time to get that thing in. Like we all have 24 hours in a day. Um, sometimes some people prioritize sleep more than others. So they're using more of their hours a day for sleep. Some people work longer hours than others. They're prioritizing their work, um, for more hours a day. Yeah. And I think that was the first thing we chatted about is that, um, like Everybody I know and everybody we've talked to, Mm -hmm. literally, guys, everybody is busy. Everybody is busy. Zach in his 20s was busy. You know, I used to. Or so he thought. Yeah. But I mean, we always, yeah, yeah, we always think we're busy. And the truth is, you know, I guess we could argue who's the busiest or who's not the busiest, but I think that is just a waste of breath and a waste of energy. Mm -hmm. The truth is, we are all busy we all just fill our times. Um, we fill our time in the day with different things. So the first thing we chat about was the, I think the very, uh, negative or unproductive mindset is that you are somehow just way busier than anybody else thinking you're the busiest person on the planet. Um, even if you are, even if we're going to argue about this and you could just convince me you are, um, I think just believing that you are just so busy and you have no time for anything that's important is just not a productive way to think, um, which kind of 
led us to, you know, our next thought that it really comes down to priorities. Did you mention mm-hmm. that already? Yeah. Yes. Priorities. Um, I love, I love this quote. If, if it's important, you'll find a way. And if not, you'll find an excuse. Mm-hmm. Um, and the truth is that, like I said, we're all busy. Um, we fill our days with, with whatever, with, with sleep, with watching TV, with going to work, um, with our kids, with our dogs, working partners, out. Yeah. With your family. Yeah. We all just, we all fill our time. Mm-hmm. Um, so in a way, yeah, like we don't have time because we are all busy. I don't know many people who are, I'm saying like, what'd you do today? And they're like, I, oh, um, I just sat, sat on my couch and just, I stared at the wall for seven hours straight. Like people are always busy with something, whether it's yard work or fixing their house. We find time to fill our day. Yeah. And I think like it kind of is tough to say to ourselves sometimes, it's just not that important to me. Well, and it's tough to say to other people. It's, it, it's easier to tell yourself, I just don't have time than to say to yourself, I'm just, you know, my health is just not that important to me or my, whatever it is, is just not that important. It's hard to say it out loud. Like it's, I kind of, it's, it's tough to look in the mirror and actually believe that you are making those choices and that you're the one that's not prioritizing those things. Yeah. And we're not talking about, oh, you're not coming to our gym five days a week. Like that's, we're not talking. Yeah. I think for the rest of this podcast, we want to talk about this is not directed definitely at our members or about going to our gym period. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, It's about, yeah, it's about prioritizing what's important to you. Um, And basically like Jen said, it's hard to look in the mirror. It's just so easy to say, I don't have time. But the truth is, we do have time. Yeah, someone's busier than you and is probably and could be prioritizing their time to fit in what you're wishing that you wouldn't fit in. Yeah. And I think if you... And that's, that's the first excuse buster yeah. is just saying this, if you're, if you're doing things, whatever you're doing, you're basically saying to yourself or saying to the world, this is important to me. Whatever you're not doing that is not important to you and you have to kind of decide moving forward are you happy with the things that you're prioritizing yeah and the things you're not prioritizing yeah that is that is step one that is the excuse buster of going through what you're doing and what you're not doing does that align with your values Mm -hmm. um because the things we choose to do every day, the key word there is choose. We get the, we choose to do them and you're choosing that they are important to you. And, um, whatever you're not doing is simply just not important to you. Um, it's, it's, it's really not that I don't have time. Um, it's just not that important to you. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, we were talking about different different analogies or stories before. Um, and, and one is, um, I mean, I have a couple one is that, um, I was messaged on Instagram recently, um, which I have to reply to because the kid who messaged me is a great kid and he, he deserves a, a great reply. Um, and he just, 
he asked if, um, which I'm super flattered. He asked if, um, I would have the time or energy to do, um, programming for him to do kind of one-on-one programming. Um, and yeah, the reality is that if, if that was crazy important to me, I would find a way I would Mm -hmm. find a way if it was very important. The reality is I, I don't have time, which sounds like an excuse, but the truth is I don't have time um, because I don't want that taking up more time from the things that I currently, currently do yeah, that are currently important. Mm-hmm. So if doing the programming takes away one of my Splash Park dates with Paxton, mm-hmm. it's, you know, because um, I am, like we said, we're all busy. But the things I do in a day are intentional and I always find time for the splash park dates because they are like so important to me. So um, sometimes adding things to your plate. Although it could be extra, extra money or yeah. extra, you know, kind of, I guess, status in a sense for a coach to be able to program for a very good athlete. Yeah. Um, yeah. So just everyone's kind of faced with these tough decisions. And I think when we were talking about this, we kind of came across as like, Hey, this isn't really helping anyone. So someone says to us, no, but my health is important to me, but I still like, I just can't seem to get myself to the gym. And so we, you know, we're kind of trying to talk about why, okay, they, they're saying their health is important. So Which is why- again, we want to make sure everybody knows. Yeah. Like step one is write your priorities down mm-hmm. and we're, we're going to use, we're going to use the example, I think of getting to the gym. Cause I think a lot of people are looking for motivational tricks to, to get that going. Mm-hmm. But um, it could also just be finding 20 minutes in your day to be active. For so sure. don't necessarily feel like you need to be going to a gym to be healthy and fit. And yeah. Um, yeah. So anyway, making time for yourself for sure. Um, but if, if, if we asked you, or if you asked yourself and you wrote down whatever, five things that are very important to you, we believe that for most people, health their health would fall on that list. Yeah. The problem we run into is that in reality, well, if you go through based their, on the choices they're yeah. doing and the actions they're they're doing, health is not actually on their list. They're not yeah. displaying it. Yeah. So and, now, yeah. And I mean, an easy way to, to kind of go through that is to look, maybe you don't have an agenda, but maybe you have a calendar at home. So if you look at your calendar for the last two weeks or the last week, even if you, you know, you can't remember and you just, whatever your priorities are. So if we think of, um, you know, family, fitness, meaning health, uh, friends and financial, that's kind of, you know, we've talked about our, our, our kind of values. Um, if in those two weeks you haven't contributed to those things or you haven't done things where you're sort of able to tick off a box towards friends or tip up, tick off a box towards family, then the things that are filling your time aren't really contributing to your values. And I think that's where people, they start to have just negative thoughts and they don't feel good about where they're at and they can't really tell why that is because they're working so hard. Like they're working hard, they're providing, but yet it's almost like love languages. Like they're not really meeting their core values. They're not giving any filling, time to themselves. They're or not their filling health. their own tank. Yeah. Yeah. They're not filling their health tank. They're not filling their family tank. They're not filling their friends tank, even though their days are so full. 
And so unfortunately in that time, like we, we do just have to reprioritize and figure out how we can shift so that when you do look at a, a two week calendar, you have things that you can easily take off that fill your values in those areas. Yeah. So it's, yeah, very important to, um, yeah, I mean, list those values. Like Jen said, we were kind of talking about, we kind of used, I guess we got the four F's right now. Um, family. The second one we listed as fitness just cause I mean, it starts with F, but it basically means our own health, but family, fitness, friends. And then the fourth F was financial, meaning our business or, um, yeah, I mean, cause we, I mean, we love our jobs. We love our business and that kind of allows us to do the things that, um, we love to do, but, um, yeah, in a week, if I mean, if we our, make sure that our, our four F's are nailed every week. Um, and even on very, very busy weeks, <laughs> we're, we're still kind of, um, we still get family time in, mm-hmm. we still get to, we work on ourselves every week. Mm-hmm. Um, that falls under kind of that, that fitness one. Um, so we, again, we're not the experts. We just, we like to think that we are trying our very best to make sure that the things we are doing in a day, the things that are consuming our time line up with our values. Yeah. So like Jen was saying, I think before I cut you off like five minutes ago was, so let's just say health is on your list. Health is super important to you and it's a priority, but for some reason it's just hitting the back seat. Mm-hmm. And so I think in that case, maybe your why isn't quite big enough. Um, and I think those words are probably from someone else on a podcast. But when we think about health, you know, or I mean, we could use retirement planning for the same conversation. Retirement planning in your 30s doesn't seem like a priority right now. And so sometimes it's hard to prioritize putting that money away because it seems so far away and what if you don't need it and what if you you need to use it for something else it's it's hard to make it a priority don't mind the dogs going crazy yeah i plugged in my computer and hit their dog dish and then they think they're getting a late supper so (laughs) you guys heard some running around there um keep going so yeah, so maybe the why isn't big enough. So for example, you know, we, we hear often, you know, oh, I want to, I want to lose 10 pounds. Well, I want to lose 10 pounds is not, it's not going to make it through the tough days. And there's going to be tough days. There's going to be days where you will have to decide between your health and something else. And so, and it, you know, a reason like 10 pounds, I mean, meh. Yeah. I mean, it's just not going to make it through. Yeah. The reality is we are all very busy and Everybody I talk to, I mean, you know, we've talked to like thousands of people over the years in the gym. Everybody's life, life is tough. And then we've talked about that on um, other podcasts or the rocker mindset, like expect adversity, expect overcome it. Mm-hmm. Everybody, everybody's going through something. Mm-hmm. So um, to assume you're the busiest or to assume other people's lives are easier, um, I don't think that's... Um, you know, a productive mindset. No. Um, So, I mean, I think the, the lose 10 pounds or, you know, I want to look better this summer in a bathing suit. Like they're just, that's going to fade away. Yeah. It's going to fade away. It's not going to hold you. So I think everyone, if you're in that boat where, you know, you value your health long-term, but you're still not able to prioritize that time, try and look at the bigger picture. So, you know, we kind of try to, yeah, try to dig, 
dig deep, um, dig deep to find, to find a very, very meaningful why. Mm -hmm. Why is this important to you? Um, Because like we said, it's not, it's not like there's anything wrong with, you know, oh, I, I, yeah, I want to work out because I want to lose 10 pounds. Um, That's okay. That's okay if you've had that thought. Mm -hmm. I mean, when I started working out, I remember thinking, um, yeah, I mean, I want to work out because I would like to see my abs. Like, it's not like you're a bad person for for having those thoughts or those initial goals because we've all had them. The problem is if it's if the why isn't big enough, your your motivation um, is going to be a little bit hit or miss when life gets busy, which it's going to be when life gets tough, which that's going to happen too. Um, basically our why is what is going to keep us coming back to, um, our priorities. And in this case, if we're talking about going to the gym, I mean, your why needs to be very important to you. So important so that when your world is shaken up a bit, that holds steady. It holds steady. Yeah. Yeah. So we were just kind of, you know, making up scenarios, you know, where somebody might say, um, yeah, like my health is important, Zach. I'm like, okay. Like, so tell me about what's your, what's your, what's your why? And like, what's your goal? Uh, I want to lose 10 pounds. I'm like, okay. So, okay. So like, why do you want to lose 10 pounds? Like, why is that important to you? Um, I don't know. Like, it'd be nice to look, you know, better, um, in a bathing suit. So, you know, we want to be like, okay, like, so why, why, why is that important to you? Um, well, like the truth is, you know, I, I don't feel good about myself anymore. I don't, I don't feel, um, confident. I don't feel good about myself. And I, and I worry that, um, you know, my, my partner, um, doesn't look at me the same way that he or she, um, did when we first got married and then, okay. So now we're, now we're getting into it a bit more We're now we're, the why is becoming more important, um, you know, and, and then you could get, you could go further deeper into that, but we're looking for like something meaningful to keep you accountable. Um, and, um, yeah, like, I mean, we could talk about our whys. I mean, mm-hmm. um, again, we, we run a gym and I know that, but the thing is, is it's not like we just hang out at the gym all day long and have like, I mean, working out every day for us it's not strictly convenience or motivation Mm -hmm. because if anybody out there coaches at a gym um, or runs a gym, sometimes it's tough to have fun in the place that you work all day. So after coaching four hours or five hours a day, or you're in the gym all day, it is, it is also tough for us to, okay, I got to get into a class here and I got to work out. So yeah, well, it's still, it's still an hour of the day that you still have to schedule it in. Like we, Right now we have Paxton at home with us full time. So if one of us is coaching, the other one has Paxton. So it's still a matter of finding space in a class and making the time with her, a time that it's not nap time, a time, you know, if, if it's during a meal time for her, bringing her meal and her chair. So, I mean, it's, yeah, it's it's still some planning. You want to discuss your why? Yeah. I mean, some of the notes that I, I jotted down, I read, I recently read that, read that book Untamed by Glennon Doyle and she just really hit home when she said that everything that you do, um, you are modeling to your kids, whether you know it or not. 
everything that you do, how you prioritize your time is like, you're basically teaching them that that's how you prioritize your time. So for me, um, I want, I guess, you know, she's very little right now, but I want her always to feel in her life that she can prioritize herself and she can be selfish about that one. Whoop. <laughs> random ghost in our house. Um, she can be selfish about that one hour a day to take care of herself and to love herself and make herself feel great. So for me, when I go and do that, I don't feel bad about either leaving her with grandma or bringing her with me so that she can be there to watch because I just tell myself that I want her to do the same thing with her kids. I don't want her to, yeah, ever, ever feel like she can't do that because she's not being, you yeah. know, a good mom um, because she's bringing her kid to the gym yeah. or that's being also, away from them for the hour. Yeah. And for us, that's important. I mean, we prioritize that as a family mm-hmm. being the very best role models for our kid or kids. Um, one day we've discussed this is, is that is a very important value for us. Mm-hmm. Um, so it does help that our network, our closest network of Jen and myself, um, we do agree on all of those, mm-hmm. those values, those topics that are important to us. So it, it does make that easier, um, that, yeah, we, we definitely just, we're make on that the same a, page. Absolutely. I guess it's yeah. easier. Yeah. The, yeah. the other one is that I don't. I especially don't want Paxton um, or anyone really to have to take care of me ever. Uh, I just, and again, it seems so far in the future, but right now, you know, I don't work out to compete. I don't work out to look a certain way. I work out because I love it. It makes me feel good, but also because my ultimate goal is to be active and to be independent um, throughout my life. And I mean, maybe this hits a little bit closer to home. You know, my mom had a pretty major health scare. Um, I guess it was maybe in her fifties and it just really showed me that I don't, I mean, she never intended for me to have to worry, but it was the most stressful time of my life ever. Um, having to, yeah, just worry about her. And I, I just don't want anyone younger or older in my family to have to go through that. So my independence and my, you don't want Paxton to have to yeah, look to, after you. Yeah. Oh. And so I just, I think that was a great learning experience and it was for my mom too. I mean, now I feel like she's, she's literally fitter than she has been ever and is concerned about it. And it brings me as her daughter so much joy. And I, I think back to when I was little and, I mean, now that I'm older, what, you know, would I have wanted her to take the 20 minutes a day to do a little workout in the living room? Yeah, of course. Like I, I would never hold that against her. So it's, I don't know, it's kind of come full circle, but that's just, just a huge why of mine. For sure. Um, We don't, that's always in. Yeah. And we don't know what, what your values are or what your priorities are, but, uh, this podcast is called stronger, healthier, happier. Um, we are just trying to chat with you guys and help as many people as we can. So, I mean, taking care of yourself, we can only assume falls in there somewhere. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think for us, it, it falls second 
I guess on our list, you know, um, but kind of falls first in a way because we, I mean, we both feel that if we, to love other people, you need to love yourself to take Mm -hmm. care of other people. You need to take care of yourself. Um, if you're not feeling well and you're not feeling a hundred percent and you're not feeling content, like it's, it's very hard to give a hundred percent to someone else. Absolutely. And I mean, Paxson, Paxson comes first for sure. Um, but I'm a better mom when I, when I get to absolutely <laughs> get, get a sweat and, and feel good. Yeah. I have so much more patience and I'm yeah. Alive. I, I, we've yeah. talked about that even without kids. We've, we've talked about it just in general about being a better partner, a better, be a better partner, being, more productive, yeah. like being better for our dogs. Mm. Like, I mean, it, whatever mm. area in your life that you want to lead, I mean, you're the best leader. You're the best person when you're your best self Mm -hmm. um so we're trying to relate to people like we get it life is busy and your kids are important you got important things there but you know um i don't have time for things that are helping you um i mean that's a tough one that we're trying to i mean our whole life is dedicated towards that Mm um my big why (sighs) I'm terrified. um, I'm terrified of death, to be honest, and not, not in a way that like I'm paralyzed. I'm afraid to leave the house. Um, I don't leave the house in a bubble suit every day, so I don't get hit by a car. But I'm terrified of growing old, um, and I'm very aware that we all grow old and we all die, um, and it happens very quick. which sounds so sad and depressing, but it, we've talked about that before. It's the, um, the memento mori, the, basically the idea that you, you know, death is coming. You meditate on death. And I've, that really hit home for me. Um, again, not in a depressing way, but in a way of like, I don't want to waste time now. I don't want to waste. Um, I want to make the most of the time we have now. I also know, that I'm going to get old, it's going to happen, mm-hmm. and I don't want to get old um, and not be able to do the things that I love to do. Mm-hmm. Before we started this up, I said, I want to be able to play basketball like my whole life, just to be able to run, and I, I know oh, that's just not possible, and I'm just like, yeah, I'm, I, I don't know, I'm just here to like, I seriously want to live to 100 and play pick up basketball with my great grandkids. Um, that's my why. So I know every day we, we wake up and kind of get, um, you know, our schedule for the week or the schedule for the day. I've said this, Jen, she like never asks me, um, are you going to work out today? Um, it, she just always asks, um, when are you working out today? She, she knows the days I work out and she asks, when are you working out today? Um, I thought that was like a fun, um, very interesting thing to discuss because it's, she just knows that my workout is important to us as a family, important to me. Um, so it's okay. When am I going to get in? I make sure that I get my workout in. Yeah, I think, and I mean, we are very lucky again in that sense. I've been in the opposite relationship where I've been, you know, kind of made to feel a bit bad or made to feel guilty about getting that workout in. So I know there's a ton of people that 
they do prioritize it and they do, they are, you know, they can fit it into their day, but then they have a whole nother added layer of trouble that they have to try and get over with not having a supportive partner or um, maybe they don't have childcare. Like there's, those aren't excuses. I mean, these are real things that are, that are people, you know, kind of are having to deal with. And I think that's what we talked about that before we start up today, that this wasn't supposed to be a podcast of us yelling into the mic saying, you know, get off your lazy butt and get to the gym. (laughs) You know, it's about, it's about, it's, I think it's about analyzing, um, like evaluating where you're at and being like completely honest with yourself Mm -hmm. because that's where, again, when we started this conversation, excuses, they fall under one category and it's basically, they're kind of, they're kind of lies that we tell ourselves Mm -hmm. to make ourselves feel better. And the thing is, it is very hard to look in the mirror sometimes and be completely honest with ourselves. If we talk about your old marriage, when you were married, I mean, to look in the mirror and say like, am I completely happy? You would probably, you probably lied to yourself for years. Mm -hmm. And I've been in a bad relationship too. You lie to yourself you tell yourself lies and you try to tell them so much and so often that you believe in them. Mm-hmm. That's essentially what excuses are lies that we tell ourselves and we try to do it often. And, um, for, for many different things, I suppose that things that we wish we were doing, but we weren't, but we, we use excuses to, um, I think make ourselves feel better at the end of the day. And it's one of those things that make you feel better maybe it gets you through that hour. It gets you through that 20 minutes or it gets you through that day. But we know deep down that, um, as the weeks and months and years go by, we're not, you know, something doesn't feel right inside of our, Mm -hmm. our heart or inside of our soul. And that's what we're trying to get through today. Um, being able to be at peace with, yeah, be at peace with yourself to, um, list your priorities. Figure out, figure out what is really important to you. If it's important, then we got to find a way to get it done. Mm -hmm. Um, If you're struggling with that side of it, then maybe it's defining your why. Maybe your why isn't big enough. Maybe your health is important to you. You just can't, um, I guess, stick to eating real food week to week. Um, You know, things like that. So I I don't, you know, we're trying to come up with some tactful things that we can... um, help people with to Mm -hmm. make sure that we follow through on what's important. Yeah. I mean, I think a big part, so we've, we've kind of talked about, you know, this, this excuse of, I don't have time, you know, I'm not prioritizing it. When we think about, I guess, helpful ways to try and overcome, you know, once you've decided that, okay, I do prioritize these things, how do I get better at this? You know, the first thing is, well, like Zach just said, is just acknowledging, um, I think the second thing is, it sounds crazy, but I mean, making a plan, making an agenda, if you, you know, you want to try a new recipe, like, unfortunately you need 40 minutes to probably prep and do that recipe. So it's not, I think, you know, we are not making, like if anyone out there thinks that we're making some sort of crazy recipes with these amazing ingredients every night, like you are very, very off base. Yeah, most of our meals are like, we try to whip them up in 10, 15 minutes or yeah, less. And we have days where it's like, oh, we didn't take anything out. We, you know, it, we're not perfect. Um, 
we try really hard, but we also have noticed that one of the things that helps is that that plan. Okay, when are you doing this? When am I doing this? How are we going to get these things accomplished that we need to get accomplished today? And trying to figure those out. And I just saw another podcast um, with Dr. Chatterjee, and he was saying that the things that are important to you, like that coffee with a friend, needs to go into your calendar. Like it sounds ridiculous, but if you don't set a date and time for it, it literally wouldn't will not happen. And then in three months, you'll see that person again and say, oh, we should really do coffee again or sometime. And it's, if you don't set a date, like you're yeah. not going to do it. And it always comes down to, like if that friend is important, yeah, you'll find a way. So yeah. like Jen said, you, you schedule it, you'll get it done. Mm-hmm. You will feel better about yourself mm-hmm. that you got it done. Um, so yeah, I think it's really admitting to ourselves. Um, it's not that we don't have time we're, we're, we are making decisions. Uh, we need to make decisions daily, weekly, monthly that what is important to me and what is not important to me. Mm -hmm. Um, because we are all human and none of us are perfect. So even us talking to you on this podcast that you could, if you want to come and chat with me about my day, analyze my day, my day isn't perfect. It's not perfectly laid out every day. Um, there's Some still days, days that I watch. Yeah, absolutely. And there's still days I, um, I just crush it, give myself a 10 out of 10, give myself a gold star, super productive. There's other days that I'm not crazy proud of, um, I still watch Netflix. I still probably am still trying to work on social media habits, things like that too. So um, like I said, if if something came up and I said, no, I just don't have time. The truth is if something comes up and I say that, it's not that I don't have time. It's that it's not important. It's not important enough to reprioritize your current time Absolutely. demands. Exactly. Yeah. And I think that's just an important thing for all of us to admit um, because right now, I feel like my schedule is jam-packed. Somehow, I jackhammered our basement up last week and fixed a pipe. <laughs> the pipe was important. Yeah. So when again, when things are important, you will find a way to get them done. Yeah. If not, you'll make an excuse. Um, or you'll just... Like if someone said, hey, Zach, like, do you want to um, join this bowling league I could say no thank you like I, I just don't have time the reality is is just that joining a bowling league isn't important to me but mm-hmm. if somebody said hey Zach like I if one of my good friends said Zach I need some help building a fence um, like is there any way you could find three or four hours one day the truth is I would find that three or four hours mm-hmm. so you can run through scenarios all like over the in place. in your own head, yeah, where... Absolutely. I'm, I'm so busy. I have, I have no time for anything. That's honestly what I think every day. But things continuously come up and I find if, um, if they are important, then I will find a way. And yeah. again, family, fitness, our health and fitness, friends. Mm-hmm. Our friends are high on the list. We, we do our very best to, um, yeah, make time for our friends um, so I just, I, I find it very interesting that, um, I mean, 
we've we've all been like just so insanely busy since what we were 19 in high school high school we're so busy for everything there's time to party there's time for anything you know so till noon yeah every every year um we are the busiest we could have possibly been but somehow there is more in our schedule and we still find time for the things that we love to do and are that important so um it really comes down to defining what's important defining what's defining your why for why those things are important to you making your agenda. Um, There's a couple more points I wanted to add. So I am the queen of to-do lists, but I'm also the queen of unrealistic expectations. Meaning I like to have crazy unrealistic expectations of what is attainable during the day. And I'm, I'm still trying to get better at this, at just accepting that right now in our current situation, our current workload and parenting that, if I get, you know, three things accomplished, that's a great day. But for some reason, sometimes I still make a to-do list of 10 things and then feel bad about it at the end of the day because I didn't get those things accomplished. But (laughs) realistically, if I have two hours to get those things done, it it just, I would have needed 10 hours to get my whole to-do list done. So I guess when I wrote that thing down, I just, trying to get better at, identifying what's actually important, what, you know, what could wait a couple weeks, what isn't really important at all, or what can you pass off to someone else? Um, what can you ask for help for? And, and so it's like, so that I don't constantly have this feeling of failure at the end of the day. I think we talked about it when I was doing my course, like I was doing two hours a week during COVID, like we were off full time and I was still only finding two hours a week. But when I finally dedicated just that two hours and accepted it, it all of a sudden was just a success every week when I did it instead of feeling this constant failure and I can't fit these things in. So when I relate it to this podcast, I think that, you know, when people want to eat healthier, that doesn't mean that they're going from zero days a week to seven days a week of perfect meal planning and perfect recipes. It's just one small change and like celebrate that change and make it a habit and, and then go help. from there. Like it, it, we don't have to go from zero days a week of doing anything to six days a week with a full gym membership and doing extras and all these things. Like you, one small step in the right direction is going to start to fill that value tank um, and start to make you feel better about using your time towards things that actually matter to you. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think that was good. Um, the last thing I want to leave with today was discussing, um, I think it's called the Eisenhower matrix. Mm -hmm. So just as people listen to this, um, again, we've beat this to death, but we need to know what's important so we can attack that. So if you Google Eisenhower matrix, it's basically, um, four boxes and at the top it is, um, it is urgent and not urgent. And on the left, it's important and not important. So the top right box, if I'm saying that correctly, is basically things that are not urgent, but they're important. A lot of our core values fall into that box. And I'll use the Spray Park daddy-daughter dates that I get where I 
it's one of the greatest things ever that we get to take the wagon to the spray park and play for an hour. It brings Paxson so much joy. So to me, that is important, but it's technically not urgent. So again, if you, if you Google that Eisenhower matrix, um, it's a very, or read about it. I find it very interesting because things that are very important to us, I think that make us the happiest rarely fall into, we know they're important, but they don't always fall into urgent. So things that we know we should be doing or things that we know we like to do, like that coffee date with a friend, it's not urgent. So it gets pushed back and it gets pushed back another week and another month. Um, we, we tend, the things we should be paying more attention to should be doing because we can reschedule and because they're not urgent, we don't give them as much attention as we should. Um, and funny enough, things that are not important and not urgent fall into that fourth box at the bottom right is actually, it's like a very sad realization like time on Instagram, not important to me and it's really not urgent, but yet, it but takes. yet we do it and, and it takes up more than a, more time from us than it should. Um, and again, I, I do that. Right. And I, um, I, I'm, I'm speaking to people from experience. This is not preaching because we haven't made these mistakes. It is. Or are currently making them. Yeah. It's chatting because we are dealing with the same things, everybody. Um, There's a to-do list on the table as we speak, actually. <laughs> yeah. And so that was kind of the last thing I wanted to, I think that kind of sums up a lot of what we've been talking about today is deciding what's important to you. Um, and even though, even if it's very important, let's just say your health. Um, so working out or eating well, is important and we know that it's not always technically urgent in your day because you're like oh, I could work out tomorrow or I could work out the next day um, so we got to watch how we spend time on the things that are important but not urgent mm -hmm. and then also how much time do we spend on things that are neither not important and not urgent those things are the you know those are the easy ones to plunk your bum on the couch and watch hours of ink master or hell's kitchen. And, um, even though I love those shows, sometimes I realize, you know, maybe that's enough for now. Um, yeah, again, guys, thank you so much for listening. Um, we hope we help. We hope you enjoyed episode 10. Um, if you love what you hear, leave us a review. Yeah, we would love, uh, <laughs> Yeah, leave us a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts. Um, we hope that our sound is a bit better this time. We got some feedback and um, tried to turn up the, the audio here. Um, so we hope everything sounds a bit better. And again, I think one of the best ways to improve and evolve is to understand that um, you're battling with things that we are battling with. And that people all around you are battling with. So don't be too hard on yourself and think, wow, there's just no hope for me because I'm only working out one day a week and I'm watching a bunch of Netflix, right? It's, it's, this, is not a, um, this is not a lecture and this is not us judging anybody. Everyone's working. Yeah, and we've battled with 
with all we've battled with all of these scenarios that we played out um we just hope and we think we're getting better um and we hope that we can help you guys as well um so again complete um honesty with yourself take extreme ownership of your life and yeah start prioritizing yeah thank you guys so much for listening we hope you have a great rest of the weekend and we'll be back with you guys in two weeks hopefully with a guest thank you everybody for listening to another episode we really appreciate your support and hope to have you back again soon we'd like to thank our sponsors ted good music and the band heat for allowing us to use their music until next time let's keep rewriting our story and redefining who we are